Hello, welcome to Songs in the Key Off, a podcast about songs. These might be old songs, new songs or middle-aged songs, anything that takes my fancy really. Sometimes these shows will be themed around an idea, a person, a genre or some other concept. Other times they will simply reflect my latest obsessions, my new favourite bands, those songs I can't get out of my head. Three years ago, I took a solo trip to Sweden, Gothenburg to be precise. It was a fairly momentous trip for me as I'd never gone on holiday by myself before. It was a trip of self-discovery to a certain extent. In the previous year, my marriage had come to an end and I'd found myself in quite a lonely and bleak situation. With my entire life built around the life I had built with my wife and daughter, I'd found there wasn't much else. My friends, those I didn't share with my now ex were scattered all around the country and my hobbies and interests, writing, music, reading, were all fairly solitary pursuits that didn't allow for or require much in the way of interaction with the world. And then out of nowhere came this bizarre notion, I could actually go on holiday, on my own. Why not? And the place I obviously settled for was Sweden. A few years back I'd gone on holiday to Iceland with she who shall not be named and I'd loved it. There was a gentleness to Iceland, a quiet buzz of creativity, a friendly warmth amidst the deep refreshing bite of the cold wind that I just loved. So I'd already decided that more Nordic adventures were definitely required. And having gorged myself silly on various incarnations of the detective show Wallander, Sweden seemed like a very sensible place indeed to head for an escapist retreat. And so let's get on with it. Here, in honour of that trip three years ago, let's all listen to some songs in the key of Sweden. We'll start off with You Can't Hurry Love. No, this isn't a Supreme song, and it certainly isn't the Phil Collins cover. We'll have none of that kind of thing here, thank you very much. No, here we're talking about a song by The Concretes from 2005. With just four lines of lyrics, an old school organ, some parping brass and kookiness aplenty, this expansive Stockholm band offer some reassuring words to the unlucky in love. It's rather beautiful thanks to its simple message and innocent charm. and to a certain extent in the introduction to this episode, I waxed lyrical about Nordic television, in particular the Swedish detective drama Wallander. In last episode, it was all about the Australian singer-songwriter Emily Barker, who together with her band The Red Clay Halo, 
had provided the opening theme music for the BBC version of the drama starring Kenneth Branagh. Back in Sweden, the definitive take on Hanning Mankell's novels starred Krista Henriksen as the overwhelmed cop, torn between an urge to spend a simple life in the company of his dog Yussi and the need to crack that all-important case. One of the artists to appear on the closing credits of the Swedish version was Anna Turnheim. It was a song called Quiet Night, and it perfectly matched the sombre mood of many of Wallander's cases, someone encountering horror on a daily basis and then returning home each night to try to engage with some much-needed banal normality. Anna Turnheim has a gorgeous, clear voice, the audio equivalent of a refreshingly chilly pool of water where you can see straight down to the bottom. And the haunting accompaniment from Flesh Quartet is absolutely wonderful. Quiet night, the thought becomes a whisper. City Museum, which, as it happened, had an exhibition celebrating the history of music in the area. Perfect. Gothenburg, Sweden's second largest city, has been home to a lot of music in its time. It's the home of The Knife, Jose Gonzalez, The Soundtrack of Our Lives, oh, and Alganus Treadguard, a wonderfully spaced out bunch of psychedelic tripsters we'll hear from later. But the Gothenburg City Museum seemed to have a particular affection for a singer by the name of Freddie Wadling, who emerged out of the post-punk chaos of the early 80s. The exhibition at the museum had transposed just some of the thousands and thousands of scraps of paper, jotted ideas, scribbled sketches and newspaper clippings that he had collected together in his home over the years, a testament to the frenzied creativity of this rather eccentric figure. In his time, Waddling formed more bands than Boris Johnson has coherent sentences, all with gleefully abrasive-sounding names. The Flying Butchers, The Kingdom of Evil, Straightjacket, Coma Jesus, and of course, The Mobile Whorehouse. But the song I'm going to play you today comes direct from that early 80s period when he fronted a band called Cortex. It's called Mind of Darkness, and it sounds rather wonderfully like this. There's someone in my mind that I don't understand. There's someone 
there was a time I listened to Radio 1. Ooh, that was a long time ago. And quite right too. It would just be plain weird for a man in his 40s to be listening to that station these days. But round about half my life ago at university, I'd keep the radio consistently tuned to 97 to 99 FM, except when heading over to Radio 4 for the news quiz, the now show, and I'm sorry I haven't a clue, obviously. There would have been a week or two back in those days when a young chap from Sweden appeared on the playlist with his song appearing regularly throughout the day. It was one of those songs delivered with such self-assurance with lusciously expensive sounding production that heavily implied you would be hearing much, much more of him in the years to come. Obviously, I marched down to Lancaster's Woolworths at the soonest available opportunity and bought myself a copy of Andreas Johnson's single, Glorious. I don't think I've ever heard anything else by him since. Which is a shame, because I maintain it's a good old-fashioned indie pop rock anthem. And you can't say he hasn't got a decent set of lungs on him. Here she comes with a master plan And I'm starting to lose control here she comes to this trash man And I'm ready to chase it all when she You'll remember that one of the acts celebrated back in the Gothenburg City Museum was The Knife. The Knife were a brother and sister act, Karin and Olaf Dreyer, who performed an achingly cool kind of day-glow electro-pop. Their big song was Heartbeats, which found a new lease of life thanks to the understated version performed by their fellow Gothenburgian Jose Gonzalez. World debates will often rage over the merits of original versions against covers of the same songs. I'm pretty much convinced that were The Knife and Jose Gonzalez's versions of Heartbeats compelled to fight it out via the medium of a ping pong match, it would result in a protracted game with both participants currently holding tightly to a 537 score and no sign of either party gaining that crucial two-point lead. This, though, is the knife's version. One night to be confused One night to speed up truth We had a promise made Four nights and then away Both under influence We had divine sense To know what to say around 2001-2002, it was all about a new take on the new wave, with the White Stripes and the Hives and quite a few others taking the punk sound and applying it to the early 21st century. 
the hives with their high kicking howling Pele armquist as it happens were and remain Swedish as it happens but won't actually appear in this songs in the key of Sweden episode there was for example the all-girl punk noise merchant Sahara Hot Nights named quite obviously after a horse one of the band members had bet on at an Australian horse race and then there's the anarchistic band the International Noise Conspiracy Take, for example, their political manifesto stroke riotous anthem, Capitalism Stole My Virginity. It packs an angry, idealistic punch, an absolute rant of radical ideals that will come across as incredibly naive to many, but a heart-on-sleeve account of a sense of absolute frustration with the current system to many others. Sadness is a Blessing by Licky Lee is a gorgeous swampy song, a spaced out torch ballad which owes much to the wall of sound from that producer who last episode we agreed we really shouldn't be talking about. It dwells on the sadness of being newly out of love, crushed by the weight of misery, disappointment and lost opportunities. The poor girl's in a bad way, so unlucky in love that she begins to view her unhappiness as the only true love of her life. As I wrote the script to this section, I watched the accompanying video for the song, which fans of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Mamma Mia, and the Lars von Trier film Melancholia will be pleased to hear features Licky Lee's fellow Swede, Stellan Skarsgård. that form the southern archipelago, Brano. It was one of the absolute highlights of my trip, 
Though it is home to around 800 people, you won't find a single car on the island. The closest you'll get is a kind of motorised trolley that will buzz past you as you wander around the many meandering footpaths. It was snowing when I went there and being off season, there was really very little to do apart from stock up on a hearty meal at a friendly restaurant and then just walk. It was absolutely perfect. My meanderings took me all around the island, nothing to keep me company but the falling snow. Eventually I reached a little jetty upon which was perched a wooden cafe, closed of course. This little corner of a small island is famous in Sweden, apparently thanks to the music of Lasse Dalkfist, an old school singer and composer who created the kind of songs your gran would have loved. Der er Dans Parbrano Briga is a song about the exact jetty I'd stumbled across, a gentle waltz celebrating the halcyon days of dancing and sailing around the beautiful archipelago. Kost vad vimblar av segel idag Är det kappsegling? Nej det är lördag Ja visst då förstår jag vad pojkarna ska De har endast som ledigt idag När det seglar kalle med kubben på svaj Hej på dig då, hur har du det själv då? Jo det är tjo vad det viftar Kom med om du vill Ja du vet vad vi lägger till Det är dans på Brännebrygga En gammal och kär tradition Fullt med publik och trevlig musik Ja, bara var en vals utan dragspelets ton Och en dans på Brännebrygga Being a music obsessive on holiday, on his own, in a new place It was pretty much inevitable that I tracked down as many record shops as I could during my stay there was one place in particular that I absolutely loved, part cafe, part record shop, part performance venue. Dirty Records was the sort of place you could easily just lose yourself in, drinking tea, eating cinnamon buns, picking out records by Judy Collins and The Church, as I did, and listening to a singer-songwriter perform some of his own tunes. I'd heartily recommend going if you're in the area sometime. One of the albums I picked up elsewhere on my travels in a store called Bengen's was Cowboys in Scandinavia, the new folk sounds from Northern Europe. As listeners to this podcast will know, I'm an absolute sucker for a nicely curated compilation and this did the trick very nicely. In particular, I rather like a song by Britta Person called Defrag My Heart. There's something wonderfully contradictory about the idea of something as clinically technical and mind-numbingly utilitarian and perfunctory as defragging being applied to something as utterly human and emotionally intense as the sense of sadness wrought by a broken heart. I told him I needed this moment alone to sit down
as promised earlier on, we're going to hear in this final instalment of the episode from Alganus Treadguard. This may prove to be a source of intense regret and supreme embarrassment for me, and I offer my most sincere apologies to anyone with the slightest smattering of Swedish listening in on this, as there's a lot of complicated Swedish words for me to get through right now. Alganus Treadguard released an album, Framtiden är ett svavande skepp förankrat i fortiden, which the good old algorithm that is Google Translate assures me corresponds with the phrase the future is a floating ship anchored in antiquity, to which the only appropriate response is to say far out man in Swedish. It's a mixture of space rock, prog rock rambling, as heard courtesy of Pink Floyd on their Omaguma album, and medieval Arcania, opening with a sound of heavy bells chiming out the notes of a hymn from a 16th century Finnish songbook, P.A. Cantiones, and it ends with what sounds like an attack of flying saucers from a 1950s B-movie. In the midst of it, the piece is filled with chanting and unidentifiable droning instruments, the sound of which heavily imply you may have been drawn into some primal ceremony requiring some kind of blood sacrifice. Let's hear a bit of the 13 minute, 13 second epic that is Tva Tima Ovar Tva Bla Berg Med En Gok Paviage. And I don't need to tell you that this roughly translates as the incomplete phrase two hours over two blue mountains with a cuckoo on each. So there you have it, 
10 songs from the land that is far more than the place that just brought you meatballs, flat pack furniture and reliable transportation. I hope you enjoyed them. Let me know if there are any Swedish bands and artists you think you'd like to share with the group using my Twitter handle at Reviewage. I'll be back shortly with more songs in the key of something or other else. In the meantime, have a marvellous few days and nights till we meet again. <laughs>